When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Tim. The Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great morning to you. Also, Tim, you look really bright red. You look really yeah, like... I know. Like, is it the brightness of the camera, ISO? It's, what's going on here? There's a lot of stuff going on, okay, Andy. I don't know what's going on with this camera. It stopped focusing on me. Anytime I change the color of the lights, I go from looking like a vampire, which, by the way, I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows last night. Hilarious. Oh, incredible Great. film. Great. An incredible feature film. The uh, werewolves are the best the part of here, that. <laughs> we have the master of hype, Snow Mike Mike. Perfect morning to you, Tim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a perfect morning. We had to have you, of course, because today... We are talking about Halo, the TV series on Paramount Plus, because this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we come together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. You can watch it on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you we've been doing a whole bunch of really cool things reacting to the the marvel trailers moon knight and miss marvel and all of that we got a batman review up there we're going to continue to do stuff starting next week with moon knight every single week right here on the screencast if you wanted to get that ad free and watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers molecule gordon mcguire fargo brady and pranksy have done thank you all so very much today we're brought to you by cuts lumen skin and honey but we'll get to that later i want to talk about some halo it's been many 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 years in the making a lot of shifts of is it a movie is it a series is it on tv is it on streaming services whole bunch of stuff we have the answers now it is a show on paramount plus we have watched episode one andy cortez what did you think oh man Uh, and he's like why'd you go to me first <laughs> shit uh i uh, despite all the problems i have with it i i left being like you know what not terrible but yeah god damn like there's some moments of fun there's some moments of hype in this you feel the love as like a fan of halo and a fan of master chief and the characters in that world I there were several moments where I found myself going like, man, I'm just not digging this. Oh, hype moment. This is great. Hell yeah. I that's a really cool moment right there. Ooh, that's a really cool shot. But for the most part, it was really tough to kind of get over the first 20 minutes of CG. Like when we first analyzed that trailer and I know Nick and maybe Mike and Tim weren't super happy with the shot of the elites mm-hmm. and Master Chief kind of like handgunning them or like I think he was using the AR. Um, and there was that shot of the three elites. And little did you all know that that would be one of the better shots of CG in the show. Because <laughs> there are some real big moments of like, God damn, that looks really bad. What are we doing there? You know, yeah. 
Um, I think that there are several, I don't want to focus like too much on the CG, uh, but it's kind of hard not to when there are some close-up shots of elites that look good and the lighting is convincing and they feel lived in. And then there's some shots that look straight out of the video game. I hate the first person shooting scenes. Um, I did not want to see that. I don't mind seeing through the, uh, through the visor in certain moments mm -hmm. when he's maybe talking to people. I think that kind of like puts you in his mind that kind of humanizes him more, I, I think. Um, but when we see the first person shot with the really badly CG'd AR in the view, I immediately like let aloud like, no, don't do this. Like, stop doing this. I don't want to see this. Um, I think that the uh, things get ratcheted up way too quickly near the end. Um, like, I feel like a small conflict kind of just turned into a galaxy-wide emergency really fast like without a whole lot of actual ramping up it was just like suddenly we need to take care of this problem and it felt very drastic and kind of unearned uh that being said i think the intro was super hype and really intense and i felt like the tension throughout a lot of that um i think i was a lot more violent than i expected to be uh and the poor people that had to cut their haircuts and then get killed off in the first 15 minutes. Like oh, they man. committed, they got those haircuts and they all got just destroyed immediately and blown apart. So shout out to them for that commitment. Um, I think the show is better than what I thought it was going to be, but I still am a little bit like, let's see how this turns out. Also, Master Chief looks like Tim. Dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys can stop tweeting me, okay? <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. There's a dude who has a similarly shaped face to me. I guarantee you his body looks nothing like mine. Yeah. Hey, who has the blue eyes? Just say. You're more ripped, man. You're more ripped. If you Google pictures of Pablo Schreiber, uh, he is jacked. He got jacked for this. So uh, good for him. And also, I love this actor. Uh, he's, one of the, he's one of the reasons why I think this episode was actually um, fairly watchable. It's because I think he did a really good job. It, it was it was a lot more softer of a Master Chief than I thought, as far as voice wise, and like as far as like you know, he was it wasn't the bravado, the bravado that I'm used to when I hear like when when I think about uh, you're uh, expecting uh, action hero one liners so. exactly right. I was expecting like you know 2005 you know Halo Master Chief where it's all just kind of like you know a little bit stereotypical Badassery. a little bit kind of cheesy and and I think they did a really good job as far as the squad was concerned of having a good dynamic um I, my 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 thing that I find really fascinating about this though is I I'm probably the least Halo fan of anyone here I think that's pretty safe to say right I don't I don't the games are fine I, I enjoy playing them but story-wise I I remember playing one I think and I played two I couldn't tell you what the story was I don't I don't I remember being kind of generic and not being engaged at all and so I'm I'm pretty fascinated that they found a little bit of a hook for me a casual viewer um watching this I kind of like it's it's not necessarily a story we haven't seen before or you know, it's like uh, the child soldier taken, genetically engineered, all that stuff. Um, but it's fascinating and it's cool. And I think Pablo uh, Schreiber is a, a, you know, uh, is a, is a fairly fascinating um, lead per like lead character here. But I just wonder, like, there's so much fanfare in here and so much stuff, like so much stuff for the hardcore fans. But is it enough to keep them going? Because they changed some stuff. But for me, as as like a as a as a fair weather fan or, or just a person who's like casually viewing this, I would have liked to have seen them update a lot more things. Um, specifically, like 
the elites stick out like a sore thumb to me. I wish they could have redesigned that a little bit to feel a little bit more real worldy. Um, I think some of the costuming from this, I know it's like super game accurate, but to me, I'm like, I don't need it to be game accurate. I need it. Like sometimes Master Chief walking around in that costume was cool. And sometimes it looks like a cosplay. I wish they could have found a way to update it. And I hate to say this, but a little bit more like they did with the RoboCop remake where they're like, Hey, we get it. Here's this costume. That's the original costume, but that's, that's a costume from 1987. How about a costume for 2022 where he looks like he can actually move around a little bit um, in it? Uh, and so I just wonder if this is going to be hardcore enough for the real fans or updated enough for for casuals like myself. I, I totally agree with you in costume wise. I meant to bring that up as well um, before everybody else starts talking. Sorry, I'm hogging it, but uh, I will forget. <laughs> uh, I... It is one of those super game accurate things that I don't think translates to the screen as well as I had hoped. Like, if you see that costume walking around in real life, goddamn, that's a really good-looking costume. But on a TV show, like, especially in that moment where um, the the girl that he saves is, like, threatening him with the BR, and she's like, and he takes off his helmet, and he's like, this is titanium alloy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it doesn't look like it. Because, like, <laughs> in a lot of those shots, it just looks like, a plastic sort of thing and i'm not sure if that's just the the finish that they went with on it but when they do a lot of close-up shots and you see the way it's reflecting light it it kind of just looks really plasticky in moments and i i was kind of bummed out about the way that it didn't translate to the camera the way i'd hoped it would well it's one of those things where you'd like to see if they made this into a movie right if this was a 250 million dollar movie they'd do what they did with iron man where it would be Pablo Schreiber walking around with dots all over his face and a couple of the armor pieces, but you'd yeah. have those moments where the armor itself would have would be a character in uh, in in the movie itself, right? That's, it would look like titanium alloy. Well, it's titanium alloy, but you know, I mean, granted, this is not necessarily what the armor is supposed to do, but moments where like. I mean, we get the Iron Man shot in here where the armor's being put on, which is cool. I was like, I hope they do that, which is dope, and they did. But, I mean, like, with Iron Man, there was moments where he's flying, and you see the flaps, and you see all the stuff moving, and, and his costume actually has character and, and movement and light and all things that you can't really do with a practical costume on this budget. You'd have to do that with CG, like, you know, with a lot more money. And, again, this is a TV show, so, you, so there, are, there are budgetary constraints. But I do feel like if, if I if – I've, I've, they were making a Halo TV show for me, and they wanted me, Nick, the person who's only played the first couple games and doesn't particularly care about the franchise. They need to update it in a way that it feels like a modern, like, costume. It feels like a modern set of armor, and our standards now are a lot different than they were 20 years ago, or 15 years ago, whenever the game came out. 20 years ago? Mike. How old was Halo? <laughs> 20. <laughs> 20. Yeah, 20. Mike, what do you, you think? Yeah, I'm very similar to both these guys. I think it's a, a mixed bag of emotions right now. I take a lot of joy out of it. As a Halo super fan, I am really happy with what we got, right? I've watched it two times now just to watch it back. And I can be overcritical, and I'll do that in a second. But, like, at the same time, like, as a fan, that first 20 minutes was exactly what we wanted out of that, right? All of a sudden, it turned super bloody, super brutal. I don't think anyone expected what we saw happened on that screen and it was really cool to see like what covenant weaponry would do to just a normal civilian live and on your screen right the games aren't as bloody like that is right and i really loved that i loved seeing the spartans come to life right you get to see silver team and each one kind of has their own defining characteristic and then there's chief and the armor as nick says right we can talk about that but like the armor does look good i'm happy with the armor he looks good in it and i like seeing the world around him as he kind of leads this squad right now. And so 
I'm really happy with what we got as a Super Halo fan. That second half of the show really dragged, but that's where we kind of set up the story and what the world's going to be in this new silver timeline. And I think that for me is where I can get kind of down on it because yeah, we're not going to follow the story of the canon games that we all know from the books and the comics and all that jazz. But this story just feels kind of basic, right? A paint by numbers of who am I? I got to go find myself. Now I got this girl that I've, you know, taken care of. We're going to go on this mission. The opposite side, you know, we got to see some cool characters like Commander Keys right there, right? That was awesome to see him and Halsey and the team, right? And of course, that's going to be a Dad, why would you do this to me? I'm not that kind of person. He's like, well, that's what the military does. And that felt all just very generic and general and plain. And I didn't really like that. But as a whole, when I look at it, I'm like, okay, I'm happy with this. I'm not excited to get to next week. I'm not dying for that because I know it's just going to kind of be plain and bad. But I am along for the ride to see what they can do in the Halo universe. Will we see the ring? I don't know. But uh, as of right now, I'm kind of middle of the road happy. Tim, what did you think? I'm right in line with all of you guys. Like, I, I don't think that this is a extremely quality uh, product that everyone needs to go rush out and see. But I will say I am a lot higher on it than I thought I was going to be at any point, um, especially after the reviews came in. I kind of was like, okay, we've been talking about it this last couple of days on Games Daily and stuff. Like, oh, it's getting sevens. And like, I really just feel like that's the kiss of death for something like this because we've just progressed so much when it comes to media adaptations of video games, superheroes, whatever you want it to be. Like the fact that what we just watched for this Halo is bad. I think we're in a really good place because this shit is phenomenal compared to what came before. Um, and I think that even as a TV show, it works. I think like the characters and the stories, like nothing about it is like egregiously bad. And like we can nitpick the costume or the CG and this and that, but it's like, I don't think anything was like, a crime against humanity and i feel like that was the case for uh pretty much every single video game adaptation tv show or, or movie not that long ago um getting out of that i do think that there was more from episode one that i liked than i even expected just uh, in terms of uh the hype moments but also like i was way more engaged with the story than i expected to be like once we got in that second half i was like all right, what are you what are you gonna do to kind of keep me here? You had your big spectacle moment at the beginning, but like, what's the hook here? Am I gonna be interested in watching episode two? Because I think that's an uphill battle for me. And I end the episode. I'm not quite sure I'm there. I think uh, the best way for me to put it is, if this show was a binge show where all episodes were released at once, I would not go to episode two. I'd be like, I'm done. But the fact that it's a weekly thing, I'm a little bit more like, okay, an hour of this a week. I'm kind of down for that. I'm not necessarily looking forward to it. We'll see mm -hmm. next week if I forget and never come back to it again. Because uh, I can tell you this, if multiple weeks rack up, I'm not going to catch up, you know? Yeah. Um, so that that is kind of a bummer to me. But I, the moment where the girl pulls the gun on Chief um, and you see his thing say eliminate her or whatever, I was like, you got some emotion out of me. Not the most, but I'm engaged. And like the fact that the show had me engaged 40 minutes in after they already gave me all of the moments. I was like, all right, you achieved something here. Um, and I think that's, that's worth mentioning because I don't think that this is bad at all. And I do think that if you're, if you're into generic sci-fi, this is going to deliver. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like the halo story was never great to begin with them doing this new version. Hopefully it ends up being something a little bit better. I think at the end of the day, guys, 
we can critique his uh, suit and all this stuff. We're talking about a guy named Master Chief. And if that doesn't explain everything about this, I don't know what to tell you, man. It literally is just a dude with one-liners and I need a weapon and all that. And that's kind of what I want. And the beginning of this episode semi-delivered that to me. I think it was really cool that 20 minutes in, first thing I did was pause, text my best friend, Curran, who I grew up playing Halo with and be like, hey, dude, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it for the rest of the show. I don't even know if I'm going to finish this episode. But based on these first 20 minutes, you need to see this. Like, there's enough cool shit here that I'm like, you should check this out. Yeah. What's up, Nick? You had your hand raised? Uh, no, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I think I, I think that I, I, someone's, if someone was saying that, well, I, I was actually, I, I came out of this thinking like, hey, this is actually better than I thought it was going to be. And I think a large portion of that was because they, they had him take the helmet off. They found a little way to humanize him. And I think the actual, um, I think the acting in this is pretty good. I think I think everyone did a pretty good job. And, and I, I always harp on the fact that, you know, some of the extras they get for these some of these Disney Plus shows or some of these streaming shows aren't the best. And they don't get the most amount of takes or the best direction. Um, but I left this thinking like, hey, they found a little way to keep me interesting at the end and maybe keep me coming back, which was they separated him. They gave him a, like, you know, this other character to talk with. And, and she humanizes him because she's young, you know, younger and like kind of, you know, he's got the whole thing going on with a little piece and all that stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the second one. But. It's interesting because I look at this is a Paramount Plus show, right? And the uh, the only other Paramount Plus show that I can think of that I really watched the entirety of, or at least the first two seasons, was Discovery, um, which I'm not mistaken is a Paramount Plus show. I'm looking up right now. Yeah, Picard. Yeah, CBS All Access, which got rebranded as to Paramount Plus. Paramount right? Plus, and so now Paramount Plus has all the Star Trek stuff. But Halo is really its first big foray right. into original programming. That it's like premiere stuff. It's just so weird to me that and i know they're different types of shows right but star trek as as a show in a format lends itself so much better to to a streaming platform like a week-to-week streaming platform because discovery season one i thought was just super fun uh and it looked better and it for whatever reason it flowed better than this already is but you know, I don't, I, just, I don't buy that that this character is generic, that you can't do something interesting with it, because I think they already have. I think they've they've I think this character right now is, is more fascinating or at least more interesting to me than any Master Chief I've seen in any of the games that I've played, just because I do have a connection with him that I just I've never had before. Right. And, and I think that was by design when you're playing a Halo game. You know, I don't think they wanted you to be like. This character is a fully fleshed out character. He's your avatar. They want you picturing yourself in that suit as you're going out and having and having these adventures and killing the Covenant. And so I think they did a pretty good job of like of finding that balance. But I do just I do wonder if the, if this is really going to hit hard with the hardcore fans. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I agree with, with what you're saying necessarily about Chief from the games. Like, I do think that he is fleshed out and stuff, but I think that like the the flashy kind of advertising stuff is the one-liners and shit. But like sure. his relationship with Cortana, like yeah. it, it is not supposed to be more of like you are the avatar. Like Chief is a character and like his relationship with Cortana is like really cool and interesting. I agree with you though, that I like him, this Chief being different. And I, I him taking off the helmet as early as it did, I think is a choice that uh, I stand with. And I think that it makes it a lot more engaging to me it's where in my opinion, is get out, get away, just do your own thing and tell a cool story. And I, I don't know, it, I think the biggest problem I'm having with that is this kind of the lone cub joining him, like that whole story. Not only have we seen it before, we just saw it in Mandalorian. And that was with baby fucking Hawkeye. Yoda. And that was just with uh, another suited character who wears a, a helmet and is known for wearing a helmet. And when I stop and think about it, it's like, well, I prefer Mandalorian. 
And like that shouldn't be my first thought, but it's impossible to not go there very quickly with how this show kind of uh, introduced us to its world. And on, on top of that, like, I think when you add the, is this for hardcore fans or is this for general fans? Like, I, I do think it's doing a good job of servicing everybody. I don't think it's doing a great job of servicing anyone. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the, the where it's at so far, at least. But I appreciate, to, to Andy's point, about it ratcheting up so quickly. Um, I kind of think that's a best-case scenario for this. And, like, I think that it, it sucks that I'm saying this. I know I'm kind of, like, going in circles here. But it's like, I don't think that this show has the potential to ever be a 10. So it's like, let's just get to the good stuff and give me a solid eight, you know? And like, that's what I'm hoping for. Andy? I don't think it, uh, my problem with it ratcheting up was more of how they presented it. Like, I don't mind going from zero to 100. It just wasn't executed very well to make me feel like it was like, like it was justified to go from zero to 100. Um, There wasn't a whole lot of buildup to it. Suddenly, I feel like, ooh, this, like, as, as we see things developing, as we see Chief understanding and kind of realizing that, man, I'm kind of having these memories and I also don't necessarily want to kill this kid um, that I've been ordered to kill. It just, there wasn't enough buildup there. And that was, that was my main problem with it. Um, I, I will say that I'm kind of opposite, though, from Mike, that I think as much as I love that intro scene, I don't know if it could be, I don't know if you could do all action all the time and me feel okay with it. I think a lot of that is because of the quality of it. Mm -hmm. Um, When we got to the more humanizing uh, sort of aspects of the show, when we got to more of the story heavy uh, parts of the show where we're talking to, um, or Keys is talking to her dad, and then we have um, Halsey talking to, I forget the lady's name. Um, I'm I'm kind of interested in those story beats. I want to understand what this technology is. I want to see... Uh, how Halsey goes against command. I didn't love how uh, I didn't love how it was played out with, you know, Halsey seems to be kind of made powerless in all this, yet she's still kind of able to go to her Spartans and be like, hey, kill anybody who tries to hurt Chief. Like, right. it just seemed like, it seemed kind of very out of, not that it was out of nowhere, but it just didn't feel like that would really be possible in this world where I feel like she'd be on a tighter leash in this sort of situation where you know, the the people working in this world know that Halsey is close to these Spartans and she's the reason why they are here. They would. Well, I think definitely... it's a trust thing, right? Like, I feel like they trust her and they trust that she's not going to order her super soldiers to kill them. But they're that's yeah, a bad, maybe a bad thing to do. Yeah. If you know the games at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm just I, I'm, I am pretty interested in that story, uh, in that story arc, as well as what Chief does and how he kind of uh, understands that he has a past and these memories are being more and more unlocked because of this sort of uh, technology that he sort of made contact with. I just think that it all happened really, really fast without a whole lot of justification. Um, like, I, we see that Chief unlocks these memories. We see that Chief just started realizing, like, damn, are these just visions or is that young me with my family as a child? Mm-hmm. And he goes from super soldier who's killed millions and millions of things in his life to immediately the most human character possible without a whole lot of conflict, without a whole lot of inner yeah. conflict. Uh, it yeah, happens wish- really, really fast without a whole lot of 
earning it in, in my opinion yeah if they had a little more budget we would have had one more episode in between that right we would have seen him conflicted and have to kill something that he didn't want to kill and then be yeah. like, and then we get to this point realize oh god that didn't feel right the last time now i can stop here um but i'm 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 kind of with you right like i think about this show and i think i think about other shows kind of of that ilk and i think about battlestar and one of the things that i love about battlestar galactica is that show's production value is trash it is literally like I'm pretty sure me and Snowbike Mike could make the hallway set in maybe a half a day and still have time to go get brewskis afterwards. And they use that hallway set all the time. Every <laughs> it's the only set they had, Tim. Yeah. I don't know how they did it, but it was just a hallway set. And like now we're on the bridge. No, no. Um, no. But yeah, but but <laughs> you know, angle. <laughs> when you're dealing with a lower budget sci-fi show like that, you have to lean into the 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 characters and you have to lean, lean into the plot. And I'm kind of fascinated by where they're going with it but i but i think to tim's earlier point like i don't think this isn't necessarily something that i think can ever really hit at this point a 10 out of 10 um yeah just because i feel like it's 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 a little too like generic as far as stuff we've already seen in sci-fi before but but I, I i agree i thought some of the stuff that i was gonna i was really looking forward to i was like i'm gonna you can't do action all the time on this budget. You just can't. And the action in this, I don't want to see a lot more of that. I want that to punctuate where Master Chief is, you know, emotionally as he's actually literally shedding this armor, which I thought was just such a great idea for them. I'm like, take uh, when he took the helmet off, I was like, first off, I forgot it was this actor. I was like, oh, it's the guy from The Wire, season two. Um, and then oh, second shit, off, I was like, yeah. And then second off, I was together. like, oh, that's really cool and symbolic that he's starting to shed his armor because this armor is like his, this old person. I kind of want him to get out of the armor. I want them to do the thing. I want them to do the Iron Man uh, 2 thing where the armor like needs is powered down and he can't use it for a couple episodes. And so we have to see how he reacts without this thing. You know, I think that's all. That those are all situations I'd love to see him put in. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, Andy. Before we get back to more thoughts, let's talk about our sponsors. This, of course, is one of my favorite sponsors of all time. It's Honey, ladies and gentlemen. When you're shopping online, it's easy to save money on your iPhone or computer. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch your prices drop. Here's, ladies and gentlemen, where I go and I, boop, I hit pause on the end because I use Honey all the time this is my google chrome and right there is the honey button you install it there you can use it on your iphone too but it's great it saves you money and then if you're logged into it accrues honey coins that you can then spend on gift cards and stuff all the time but then yes just yesterday i was buying some mizzou stuff off the internet guess what there it is i don't even think about it honey just pops up a little dancing coin he's like you want me to save you some money and i'm like yes you do if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda. Every day you gotta get up, worry about work, worry about your family, worry about when you're playing games. It's too much. So remove the stress for shopping for clothes with Cuts Clothing. Cuts Clothing has perfected the art and science of men's shirts. So now you can throw on one look and look great without ever having to think about it. Plus, Cuts has all the essentials for looking sharp like tees, hoodies, polos, and more so you can stop bouncing between brands and 
shopping for different shirts. Tim Geddes loves cuts. He went online, found the blues he loved, and then had them shipped to his door so he can go get haircuts and stare at electronics knowing he looks great. Cuts has totally revolutionized the traditional outdated t-shirt category. They make it easy to mix and match styles and colors so you can find the perfect style. They even developed their own fabric that's soft as hell and guaranteed not to pill or shrink. Join hundreds of thousands of guys who have made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash kinda funny. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com slash kinda funny for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. All right, guys, let's talk about skincare. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel you've been using since high school, then it's time to level up your skincare game. But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under-eye dark circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, and more. Uh, starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take their two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly what routine is best for you based on your skincare needs. Plus, all their products are made using only natural ingredients that actually work. Guys, I swear, skincare shouldn't be that complicated thing we dread doing, and thanks to Lumen, it's simple. It takes you less than 90 seconds of your day. It's easy, and you'll have skin as smooth as Kevin Coelho's shaved cheeks. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's Lumen Skin dot com slash kind of funny you know the one thing that halo is not generic about is it's kind of just uh aesthetic right like the the look of all the weapons and the armor and the sounds and the like mm -hmm. all of that and i do think that the show has done a, a very good job with that uh for the most part and like i think that we were talking about the the chief suit and at the end of the day it is what it is he has a big clompy suit and it's a suit that clomps around i don't think chief is ever supposed to look nimble and all this shit like we've seen it in the games like just it is what it is uh he got to guess a sleeker one in the the later games with the jetpack and shit but like that's a different thing. Um, but I loved the sound effects in this. I thought that it felt organic and didn't feel out of place and fan servicey, uh, which I really appreciated. Like the elite coming out and putting on the camo and hearing the, the camo sound, the shield regenerating, like it just felt in world See. because Halo did such a good job of making these sounds identifiably to the abilities and all that stuff. But I do think that while that's all true, there was a lot of moments that did feel unnecessary. Andy was talking about the first person shooting and camera and all that stuff. Like, why is there a weird, like, a fish eye on it? It's like, it's supposed to be what he's seeing. And if he's seeing that, that's stupid. Why would it, like, alter his vision that way? Um, this shot right here doesn't exactly show what I'm saying. But, like, when, when he's in the cave, like, he's running around. And, like, it looks goofy. And it doesn't feel authentic to the world of Halo. It feels like they are trying to feel like a video game. And I that didn't vibe with me at all. The look of the covenant themselves i thought was incredible close up like i am a huge fan of the cg they're using the elite faces the prophet i think that they fucking nailed it and does it look like cg yes but i like the idea that that's how they look in this world that's how they actually are i think they look goofy when you're far away they yeah. like what nick was saying about the redesigns like i like th this here i fucking love and i vibe with it's when they're uh, far away getting shot by chief and you see the, like the shields go up around him it looks cartoony and like yeah. that's it's it's a juxtaposition that i don't think works because their cartoony look works in halo in the games because of, of what's going on but uh it's cartoony on top of what this series is showing the most 
brutal shit we've ever seen these mm-hmm. elites do like the covenant coming in and using the covenant weapons like the shot of him with the plasma w- rifle going up to the group of kids and just fucking unloading it's like oh my god like that is terrifying mm-hmm. to think about these aliens but then when you see what the aliens look like from afar you're like huh all right you kind of look like disneyland mascot like people you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, it's it that i didn't really vibe with nick i saw you had your hand raised well i was gonna i was there's more of a comment for for andy he's never cranked that fov to 120 you know what i'm talking about andy? he just doesn't get it yeah, um, come on, Tim. Come on. but no I'm, I'm right there with you and but 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 that's that's an interesting question right because like you hear the sound effects is a perfect thing to talk about right the sound effects i i even know I hear you hear the shield regenerating, beep, 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 boo, you know, that's cool. But like, I would have liked to have a little bit, and maybe they did, maybe I'm crazy, maybe there's hardcore fans like, Nick, that's totally a different sound effect. They updated it, they redid it. But I would have liked to have had those, like a little twist or a little something extra on those um, to update it, to bring it up to speed so it didn't feel like somebody just ripped the sound effects out of a game and made it a fan film, uh, which some of these, like this, some of some parts felt like a really, 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 really good YouTube fan film. I could um, not disagree with you more. I, I feel like that is not not giving credit to what this show is uh, compared to fan films. Like, fan films are not on this level at all. <laughs> like, it is so, so, so different, man. Well, I, I, I mean I'm that, with I Nick just mean on that this in a terms little bit. I'm in, I'm in terms mind. of when show when me people, a fan film. Well, compares. <laughs> I don't mean quality wise. I mean in terms of like when people make fan films, what they try to do is shoehorn every single yeah. possible thing they can into the film because it's a fan film, right? You you use all the sound effects. You use the armor that is 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 costume like you know perfect for the game. You don't try to try to tweak that stuff at all, or you don't try to update that stuff at all because it's an homage to something that you love. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying when they started putting up, like when he started fighting, I was like, it's, it's sound effect after sound effect after sound effect. And it's the same costumes we've seen from the games and it's this and that. And I just, I just wish they had it, like, updated it a little bit or, or, but I will say, I do love the fact that that like, when he's walking, this is, this is a huge pet peeve of mine, Tim. And this is something I noticed when I watched RoboCop 2. And I know what you're thinking, Nick. Exactly. You fucking nailed this, right? RoboCop 1, every time he takes a step, every time he goes anywhere, there's a hum to Clop. him, right? You hear, you hear, zoom, zoom, zoom. And you have, and in when, because he's a robot in, in RoboCop, you hear this like electric hum where it's like, and it comes toward, like it gets louder as he comes toward the camera and he clomps off and that's super cool. RoboCop 2, they didn't have the budget for it or whatever, they got lazy, you don't hear it. And it looks, because you don't have that sound effect, it looks like a dude in a rubber suit, which is crazy. So I'm glad they figured that out and they were like, so every time the Spartans walk, you hear a kadoosh, kadoosh. It's subtle, but it's good. That was a smart, that was a smart idea from the sound designers. Andy. Mike, Mike, you're a fan of The Expanse. Yeah. Um, of, of what I don't know if you've watched the whole thing, but I know that you have watched it before and you're a fan of it. Do you feel like you'd be a fan of this if it wasn't the Halo property, like mm. a super soldier with a child kind of like because I feel like a lot of my enjoyment is the fact that this is Master Chief and I am seeing a lot of my childhood brought to the screen like I've wanted to for so long since we first heard those Neil Blomkamp rumors like what feels like ages ago. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be if it, it if this was something different. I wouldn't be into this at all, right? I, I'm here strictly for the fan service and seeing Halo come to life, right? And that's why I got giddy and excited during that first 20 minutes of seeing the Covenant, and then I really did like going onward, like we talked about, right? You saw the prophets, and we got to see like what this human character will be like with them. I loved seeing the keys. I loved Halsey. I like just the world, and so I think that's what I'm really 
here for is seeing this world brought to life on the silver screen, which is a big deal to me and probably others. But if this was like Tim brought up Mandalorian and all those other stuff, where it's just like, hey, here's a guy in a mask with some kid running around the universe, I wouldn't watch this one. After episode one. Yeah, I feel like maybe I would be more into it. I The thing that would bring me into it would be like, here's this actor as this person, <laughs> as this character, or... or from the writing team that brought you the thing you like. <laughs> this is like this brand new show, but I don't know if I would necessarily be into the show if it wasn't for all of, for it being Halo. Um, yeah. I did really enjoy that scene. I enjoyed that scene in the cave because we got some more really good Covenant CG. Um, well, but aside from that, I just feel like I'm with Tim. Those far shots of the, of the elites just did not look very very good uh even the scene i think the the thing that rings the most of like this is a tv show with a tv budget is the covenant acting activating the invis running out of the cave mm -hmm. and them running at it not just like the way the cg looked but just the way the shots were done it felt very i don't know it just felt kind of cheesy and we see the covenant getting into uh their wraith and just piecing out um, I just felt like that whole sequence is like, you can boil down this show to that sequence and be like, here's what you're kind of working with. If you're into Halo, if you're interested in this show, here's maybe a scene you could watch to understand kind of what you're going to be getting out of it. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's funny that it. you guys pull that. You guys pull the, uh, the, the good example of the CG as the one in the cave. One of the reasons why I think that that stands out as, as, as selling the effect is because it's dark in there. And I, and that's, that's always a... I think it I think it boils down to sort of like the the decision to shoot stuff during the day because it's easier to light um, and it's easier to do the effects uh, than it is at night uh, on a lot of these CG. And it might just be a budgetary thing. But I agree, like a lot of th these things like costumes, CG, all that stuff just looks better when you can hide some of it in shadows. Um, and unfortunately, I think when you, when you have a big set piece where things are being exploded and you have to shoot over multiple days, I think it just gets easier to light that stuff when you can when you can just make it look like it's daylight but it's the same this is the same uh some of the same stuff issues i had with uh mandalorian which is i was like how come they don't do stuff at night like how come nobody ever does anything at night in in, in these in these shows and i think it just boils down to it's easier to shoot during the day but yeah i wish they i wish they'd color these a little bit more but i do think that like to, to speak a little bit more positively about the, the intro scene here, when I saw this in the trailer, trailers, I was like, oh, this is this is going to smack of the first couple scenes from Mandalorian where he's just walking around town and it doesn't feel inhabited. Um, and I don't I didn't necessarily get that vibe. I thought they handled the 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 combat in that first thing. Well, I was like, oh, this actually has a good sense of inertia. And I think it led to a hype moment when he fucking lands. I was like, yeah. I don't even like this that much. But I mean, I don't like Halo that much. But yeah, let's fucking go. I want to see him wreck some shit. And yeah, Nick, to, to your point there, like a, a positive for it. Like, I think they did a really good job of making the world feel real and lived in. I think the CG wasn't distractingly bad for the wide shots of the little area that they were in. It was like, okay, cool. Like you're setting the, the stage for what this is about to be. But I think that they did a very good job actually of getting us engaged in the first couple minutes of the conflict going on and the idea that like from the get-go, they're treating Earth as the bad guys. Like even the humans are the bad guys and it's like there's them and the spartans and they're both like talking shit and like they're the spartans are being built up as monsters almost and so when uh chief comes in it's a pretty cool moment like just from not even just being a halo fan from oh they they earned that that was that was pretty cool i don't think they necessarily like pulled through for the rest of the episode with that energy um but uh some of the more like tv stuff that that uh kind of happened that i i didn't really appreciate uh too much was like the 
within 10 minutes getting the kid being like, as soon as I get the chance of getting off this rock, I'm like, did you really just say that? Like, yeah. that might be the most trite thing imaginable. And then later we get the group of Spartans and uh, one of them is like, oh, hey, it's a covenant ship up on that mountain. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Did any of you fucking not see that? Like, it's just such weird shit where I just think that the writing had to be a little bit better to match mm -hmm. the visuals that we're getting or else it comes off as kind of like, Ooh, this is not good TV. And I think that that um, is is a, an issue for, for the uphill battle that I think a video game TV show on a streaming service has where it's like you need to get past the the sci-fi uh, channel stuff and the CW stuff. Like you need to prove that this is premier television and that stuff didn't feel that way. But mm -hmm. to turn that to a positive, um, I think that the, the back and forth with the hologram uh, was well written and looked really good. I loved the look of the, really the hologram. Cool. Um, uh, Keys. What was his name? Keys. Miranda, talking, yeah. yeah uh, talking to the girl. Like the way that their faces were so close and the, the way that they cut between them being in the same space for each whisk. space that they're in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I thought that stuff was like really, really rad and that didn't feel TV at all. And I, I was like, that's the type of creativity that I want to see more of. Yeah, I agree. I, I loved that sequence. I thought that was a, a very cool moment between two characters that doesn't require action or anything like that, that, but you're actually getting stuff out of this story. And I love the I love the motivations in that sequence a lot. That that might be one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. And just getting the fact that Keys is like, hey, maybe you go tell all these other outposts that, you know, the, the Covenant's a threat, you know, and they killed everybody. And I like that sort of like her bartering with uh, I keep forgetting the character's name. Um, Quan. Yeah, Quan. And yes. for Quan to be like, no, dude, are you kidding me? Like, that you guys have terrorized us our whole lives, you know? Yeah, I really enjoyed that moment. But um, I do agree with you um, it, in terms of like just how the CG can possibly improve where we see big budget Hollywood movies like Iron Man, and sometimes when Iron Man runs and it doesn't look like mocap, it just looks like animation, we we can tell in those sequences, and this is a big budget movie, and be like, ooh, that looked weird. Why did he run that way? He looked very, at, like, inhuman in that moment. And it's even harder to pull that off with a way lesser budget. And there are there are definitely some shots in here that there's a couple shots where Chief is CG where yeah, it's more seeing like rubber. We're yeah, seeing Chief it move. It looks like Spider Man from Spider Man One when he jumps at one point where he's like, yeah, yeah. Like We're land. seeing Chief like, move and the physics right. seem all off. And there's that sequence where uh, Chief decides to use a Gatling gun and mm -hmm. throws their assault rifle, throws his assault rifle on the ground and it slides. And it's like, why did you use a fake CG gun? That there? was just weird. It looks so really bad. Weird. Yeah. So like. It's hard to not be distracted by the CG when it's constantly distracting you. Um, and I yeah. think that's my bigger issue where there it seems like they relied on CG, even though they probably know it's one of their weakest things about the show. Right. And you don't have to use those shots. There are other ways to do this. Well, practically. hold on. Hold on. So, I, I want to get here talking about like the weaker things of the show that they just didn't have to do. I know I'm a broken record, but I really have to say it. And I mean it for this more than I think I've meant it for anything in the past. The music. You have the most iconic fucking soundtrack in video game history. And you're just going to 
do one of two things either not use it or use it so sparingly at the weirdest fucking times when the theme song hits we have a full-on intro for this fucking show of seeing him get his armor on we get the choir in the beginning and then they're like and now here's a bunch of generic bullshit and you're like what the fuck are you doing when he came down in the beginning why did we not hear da, 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 da? like what come on what the fuck and it's just like that is the type of thing of you're making a halo show make a halo show Otherwise, it's just generic sci-fi bullshit, mm-hmm. man. And we get hints of it towards the end of the episode, but it's like it really does feel like too little too late. Like the the rest of the score does not hold a candle to what we are what we know and love. And it's not just one or two fucking theme songs that I want to hear over and over and over. It's a vibe. It's the instruments they use. It's that 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 crazy choir shit. Not not even the oh, but like the the wailing that the woman does uh over stuff. It's like, I don't know. I'm really let down with the the score so far. Yeah, I think I think kicking off. I think they smartly kicked off the episode with a lot of the fan service stuff, right? Um, they definitely needed to cram as much of that stuff up front. So if you're if you're a fan watching this, you go, okay, they they get that I'm watching this show. But I think they smartly kind of like we had we get that big action set piece sort of uh, what five ten minutes in, and then the rest of it is is like okay, let's start let's start backing up the story, let's start building this world. Um, and I think that's to the credit of the writers. I think they realize like we got to get something interesting in here. We have to have some political intrigue. We have to have some some conflict between these these uh, these people living on this planet, the outer. I, I forget what they were called. Like she was the, the outer colonies, colonies. Outer, outer colonies, Magical, and yeah. uh, planet Madrika. Yeah, and that's cool. And and then we've got some some backstory that were that's intriguing for for Master Chief. So so they get it, man. They're you know they're 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 trying to 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 pump this as full of a, a, a story as humanly possible. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there's a couple shots of Master Chief doing stuff from like, oh, that was that was that was rough. But you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Again, at the end of the day, like it, it's weird to say, but this is a TV show, and and there is there are budgetary constraints. We say that. I do see. I you know, you can point to HBO shows that look a hell of a lot better that that probably have similar budgets, but. You know, you gotta. This is fucking Halo, man. You gotta make it as big and as as crazy as possible. And so you're up against some of those constraints. So to end this episode, Mike, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I'm excited to see where we go from here. Right, we've started to build out the world and share with the non-Halo fans what Halo's all about. Right, and as we've talked about, I am excited to see those callbacks that fans are going to be really excited for. Right, like the Covenant calling Master Chief the Demon was a big like. Oh, that's super cool, right? And we've seen the elites, and I know we've talked about the CGI, but, you know, the elites were big and bulky in this, which means what does a brute look like, right? What does a hunter look like? And I'm really excited to see what other Covenant we will see. It was very interesting to see, like, we just saw Covenant forces, but there was nothing but elites, right? So now I'm excited to see, like, how can you bring in more of these moving forward? And what does Chief do with this new storyline that we're going to see with him and Quan? right? What is the UNSC going to do? chasing him around silver team and all that jazz. But most importantly for me as a halo fan is I'm excited to continue this and see more of the halo world that they're going to put on this screen because we saw some really dope uh, callbacks to like high charity, right? We saw fleet command. I thought that was really dope. So I'm excited to see more of the world. And most importantly, like, are we going to show up at a halo ring? Like that would be awesome to see. So for me as a fan and a big halo fan, I, I just want to see more halo in the world I, I think that's what i'm most important about the story is going to be second nature to me i'm not vibing with it at this moment in episode one. andy cortez you're gonna be watching episode two next week yeah a thousand percent um i hey. very critical with this show but yeah i'm still 
excited to see where it goes. I I love um I, I think the story is more interesting to me than I would have thought it'd be. Um and I think a lot of it is them kind of taking a generic sci-fi movie trope but applying the halo filter on it and uh, i'm in for the ride nick are you gonna watch next week yes i will watch next week but i'm the opposite of mike right i think seeing all of the halo stuff in there only goes so far and i'm like cool i've seen it now what you got to give me you got to hit me with a good story and so far we got a little kernel of one we got a little intrigue we left on a cliffhanger and i'm and i'm and i like pablo schreiber enough to 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 follow him along uh into the next episode so yes i will be watching next week well there you go let us know in the comments below what you thought of halo episode one until next time i love you all goodbye